Hey, hey, you guys, and welcome to That's Life Podcast. This podcast is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And unless you read the title to this podcast or you hear Tanya vaping, you know I have Failing Up in the Hizzy today. That is the song Mask, one of my favorite songs from this band. And they are Los Angeles, well, technically uh, Valley Locals. Well, no, no. I mean, one was from like somewhere. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. But nonetheless, I have failing up in the house. How are you guys doing today? Great, man. How are you? I'm great. That is Adam, definitely far away from the mic. <laughs> the dead center of it, Mike. You've worked with comp- I mean, uh, condensers. There you go. That's sexy right there. And lead singer Tanya. What up? So we. He's just staring at me. <laughs> menacingly so this is actually one of my favorite songs from you guys i really like it because thank you man the, th- this particular song like is very relatable where it's like w- you have to sometimes you just have to put on the mask and that's really that's not you at all and we're gonna get into lyrics and breaking down stuff like that a little later on so i want to know where do you guys come from other than your mom's vagina where do you guys come from? I know Tanya has a very interesting backstory. And we've actually talked about it, too, while she's had her cigarette break. At first, uh, uh, the first two encounters we had, we didn't talk. And it wasn't until, like, I don't know how it happened, but we finally started talking. We were like, hey, cool people and everything. Everything's, I'll tell you right now. everything's been failing up since then. It all started in 1991, New Jersey. No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. Why New Jersey? Because that's where I was born. I Damn, thought you, I fuck. thought <laughs> I thought you were I thought you were from like not the Dominican Republic, but you're from I thought you were from out of country. Well, Am I wrong? Puerto Rico is a part of this okay. country. Okay. So but you were born in New Jersey. I was born in New Jersey, but Get I was the fuck raised out of there in Puerto Rico. So was it like mom was like mom on vacation and she was like, oh, shit, it's coming. We're supposed to have it in Puerto Rico. No, um, my parents actually lived in Perth Amboy, New Jersey when I was born and uh, and I was born there. So how long was (laughs) how long was it till till the family moved? Well, I got adopted by my grandparents when I was six months old, but my mom had her contractions at the train on her way to the hospital, which. If the train would have fucked up, I could have been born in the train. That would You'd have been cool. a train baby. I would have been a train you baby. You would have maybe got free tickets from Amtrak all your life. Did you know that if you're born at Disneyland, that supposedly you get a lifetime pass there? That's bullshit. But the problem is, is that they have an ambulance on site, so no one ever gets it at the actual park. Are you messing with Even Dwayne The Rock these. Johnson? Yeah, I am. Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? Did you just break him? That's the people's champ. Not anymore. He's the people's action hero now. He's the last action hero. So you he's gonna play what's his face? Black Adam. He is gonna play Black Adam, and I'm excited for that. And I think Shazam's gonna be a great movie. Rock the fuck on. But so you you were adopted by your by your grandparents and you you lived in Puerto Rico. How how was it how long were you there for? I lived there for seventeen years and then I moved to florida for a little bit and then i'm like fuck this shit i hate florida i'm moving to california or i can make my dreams come true and then that was also a lie (laughs) why was it a lie because no one tells you how hard it is to live out here so far from like your family and your friends and people you've known your entire life and my sole purpose was to be in a band 
and that didn't happen until like maybe five years ago when I joined a different band. But what I band like this was one. it? I like this one. I'll stick around with I'll it. Stick around <laughs> <laughs> what was the band prior? The Newports. The Newports. Was your guys' logo the cigarettes? No, it was the fucking official logo of the city of Newport. Interesting. Yeah. So that, that's a little that were you all were all you guys from Newport or what? None of us were from the Newport. So. <laughs> that's actually how I, that's how I met them. <laughs> that's how so, we met Adam. So that so that's the first band you were in? Is failing up technically the second band you were in then? Yeah. Okay, that's fucking awesome. I like long-term relationships. Okay. <laughs> so then let's jump in with that. I, Adam, I don't need to know where you were born because you were born around here. I know Damn. that. <laughs> no, I was born in Las Vegas, but I live here now. And yeah, and actually cool. that was the that was the funny thing was uh, when when I was talking to Raw like years ago, when, basically when you joined Screwed, I was like, hey, man, I'm, I'm looking for someone. He goes, I got a buddy from Vegas. That that's over here now. Let me go ahead and let me hit him up. So you were actually you were born you were living in Vegas. Uh yeah, I lived out there till I was like twenty, and I moved out here and I played in some bands out there. Um, Infested, Hard Pipe Hitters, and Social Control. W- would it Vegas. be okay to play Infested? Sure. I might add you like you had to have been like. Were you a street punk back in those days? Yeah, dude, for sure. I was gonna say like, Infested is straight street punk like that there's no other way to describe infested other than street punk so this is the song city in fear that that is that you on guitar i'm pretty sure but it's hard to oh yeah for sure (laughs) yeah so completely different from failing up completely different where the fuck did you get this this was never released this is uh this is on YouTube, I might add. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, nine, nine thumbs up and 383 views. So, yeah, man, fucking, oh, that, that was you ba- back in the day. So, yeah. So, you made the venture over to California. Yeah, when I was like 20, I uh, moved out here. Um, basically, f- for the same shit, trying to just like uh, do more music shit. And I didn't end up doing that until probably like five years ago again like uh till i started playing in bands like around town i jammed for a little bit with this band social conflict from the east la area yeah yeah of course and then i uh left that band to go to school to build guitars and uh now i build guitars yeah and that's the other interesting and thing is you you, you build guitars for uh, esp guitars, ESP guitars. Yeah. and you do a phenomenal fucking job thank you and not only that but are the most prideful person of guitar but not only that but the most knowledgeable person of guitar to the point where I cannot buy a guitar without you insulting me about how <laughs> shitty it is. Like every, I'm like, what do you think of this this new indie guitar people that are putting shit out? And you're like, it's nothing special. Those are Chinese pickups on there. Anyways, I was like, I thought it looked really nice. You're like, nah. Uh, does it have Seymour's? I'm not looking at it, man. I'm not looking at it. But if it wasn't for, but yeah, if it wasn't for you, I really wouldn't. I wouldn't pay attention as much as I do now to guitars because uh, I remember uh, he got mad at me for, for restringing my guitar incorrectly. <laughs> this dude leaves like so much extra string. Oh, I just leave end, all the string. he winds around like nine times around the <laughs> string post. Like, this guy. Don't shake your head. This guy. You know it's okay. 
That's punk <laughs> rock, man. That that's 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 Green Day You're punk rock right there. You're never gonna keep your guitar into. Oh, well, I guess that's punk rock too. <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say. I was gonna say. But yeah, so you went to work for ESP. How long have you been working there for? I've been working there for almost five years now. I started in like quality control, just like teching and uh, fixing. Yeah, yeah. Like all the LTD overseas stuff they offer, and uh, yeah, now I build guitars <laughs> from like wood with my hands and stuff. At the USA, well, not a custom shop, but the USA shop. Yeah, so, uh, and it was kind of cool, like, seeing you, like, go up and go up and go up, and it's literally your love for playing guitar has fueled you to the point where you are now in, like, in the industry, technically. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. So how is it, like, cutting the guitar and doing all that? Is it kind of, is it nerve-wracking? Like, what happens if you fuck up? Like, do you just sand it down? Like, Well, I mean, ESP's a pretty big company, so I just get more wood. They have like <laughs> you just like <laughs> glue the part back on. You just get like wood glue and you're like just clamp it. All right, I'll cut it again. Yeah, I mean, like we're building it from raw materials, you know. Like so, we're just, if like if I'm fucking up like in this build process, like you just get more, get more wood. That's awesome. So like, cool. <laughs> that like, what happens if like are all are all guitars technically like not perfect? Are they like maybe some are like uh, like a quarter inch down or a quarter inch bigger? No, I wouldn't say that. But I mean, there's variables. Because they're because they're it's not like they're molded. You guys are like hand cutting these things. No, I mean like there's like some there, there's consistencies because they're all like cut on like a a machine for the most part. Like the perimeters of them, the bridges for the intonation, where the pickups like that's all done. Like it's programmed. That's how that goes. I might add everybody that doesn't understand guitar that just went right over their fucking. <laughs> they're like well, you're understanding. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is guitar 101 with Adam. Adam, yeah. go ahead and break down more guitar. No, there's consistencies as far as all that goes. The inconsistencies are with like the wood being organic material, and uh, you just can't like some will be denser and heavier than others. Like not every cut of mahogany is going to be the the same. You Interesting. Know, for, for example. Yeah. Not every piece of maple, whatever, you know. So how how is it now working from like when you're in quality control into actually picking up the guitars it's a lot and more, working on them? A lot more work for sure, but it's more satisfying. And, you know, I still definitely do my fair share of uh, repair work and setups on the side. Do you write down the like the... guitar work, shout out, what's up? <laughs> like, yeah. Do you write down like the serial number so you know what guitar is yours when it gets sent out? Um... It's do- I don't write it down, but yeah, it's documented. I document what I'm building, and uh, by the time it gets a serial number, like after paint, is when all that happens. You yeah. Know? So yeah. Do, are you do you do you play close attention to that to see where that guitar goes, or is it just like? Not is really. it just like let it fly, let it be? Yeah, let it fly, let it be. You should just okay. go to Nam and check them out. Yeah, can yeah. I, can you get me into Nam and and so Fuck I can? No. We'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about it. I already <laughs> called dibs on it. <laughs> Fuck you. Why have Why haven't Have you been to Have you been to Nam yet, Tony? No, no, not yet. Not yet. You guys need to get more on those mics. You're getting all shy on me. Guys, sorry, <laughs> they both leaned up at the same Look time. Here. <laughs> Look here. Look it. If you if you want to hear me breathing. To me. Check us out, check us out, check us that's out. Why, that's why we got those beautiful condenser mics in. Oh, yeah, Tanya Vapes. I might add, I called her up, and we were talking. I forgot why we were talking, but I was, she's just like, um, she's listening to me here. <laughs> you really going to do that right now? It's a heart strawberry flavor by uh, Brule, and uh, it's really good. It has no nicotine, and it makes my lungs feel like they're not popcorn anymore. So have you tried Five Ponds yet? No. I highly suggest Five Ponds. Do you even vape, bro? I used to, yeah. 
like a while but like back when it wasn't a popular thing when it was like quit just when quit it wasn't sm- a fad when it wasn't a fad yeah when it wasn't like look at this cool mod i had like the k100 which is the cheapest and most ghetto one you could do but the cool thing was was if you twisted it uh you could either have like a really tiny battery or a really big battery so like it extended and shit so the bigger the battery you had you could just go ahead and that was the mod on it was like bigger Check this out. tiny for tiny yeah. battery what do you got okay what it does Oh, that's cool. Uh, and you can put your juice in there. So so she just basically uh, twisted it off to the side. So the mouthpiece doesn't come off. I know other people that basically you have to take off the, the top little mouthpiece and then drip into it. Right over. What are we See, doing right well, now? well, we were talking about your guitars right and now? it was right <laughs> over our head. We don't need to talk about the guitars. But anyways, like I, I, I built Wait. guitars. <laughs> so, oh, um, man. yeah, my buddies came out one time to play a show in downtown. My buddies Rainer from Las Vegas and they played with their band the newports and i saw them and then i saw an ad like after whatever dissolved with them that they were looking for a guitar player and i liked what they were doing so i hit them up and then we started the band um so you joined the newports then no, no. they had left the newports <laughs> and we started what would be failing up oh interesting yeah and that's when your bassist came into play i'm assuming he was in the newports with tanya really yeah. so you knew him you uh uh shout out to your bassist i yeah. forgot his name ben. i'm sorry ben ben, ben yes. it took him it took him a little longer to leave the newports and it did okay. for me i left and then he was like there for another month and then you guys had a drummer before uh andy yeah mike mccrary he was really solid really cool dude and really uh, straightforward really straightforward drumming on yeah for on, sure he um, was on our uh both the uh, first eps, EPs that yeah. we did and uh, did all those like initial runs with us and stuff and it didn't end up working out and then we ended up working with andy yeah you know, you know from the time with uh Scrooge yeah and, and and andy has a very interesting drum style too because andy will emphasize as much as possible as often as possible when you're playing yeah. so he really adds like it's not cooking a steak with just salt and pepper. He's adding fucking cayenne and anything and everything he can to be like, we're going to make this steak taste as juicy as possible, which is great about him. The only problem is, is he totally, he only, he judges himself so harshly. So every time you're like, (laughs) you did great. And he's like, I fucked up. I fucked up left and right. And we're like, yeah, I think that's like all artists though, you know? Yeah, like everybody always comes up like after every show, you know, people are like, hey, you did so great. And in your head, you're like, man, I fucked up on that song. I missed this part. I didn't do backup vocals on that. So yeah. it's it's really hard. It, it kind of reminds me of graffiti where like you will never do the perfect tag. There's just no real control over it. So you're either standing still and trying to be as perfect as possible or you're moving around. And unfortunately, that always brings down the quality of the music you're playing. So it's like, it's a little give and take of both. You want to be able to try to be as perfect as possible, but you definitely want to have a show. And what I will say is Tanya always throws on a show. She's always moving left and right. I can never get up and sing Parasites with her because she's always moving. So I just decide to stay back. You just follow. Uh, it's hard. Run, <laughs> this run past time me, you man. guys played at Garage, like for Parasite, I'm like, I'm gonna jump up, and there's this huge ungodly barricade yeah, for, for at the garage. Uh, they they and were trying to build the wall. <laughs> they were, yeah, that was literally Adam the whole time. <laughs> They're building the wall and just like saying it out loud. <laughs> I was just like, all right, this is happening. <laughs> well, I I'm not fallen. advocating it. I wanted the wall gone. <laughs> Kick it down. It wasn't that stable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So you guys got to play, uh, you guys have been playing for how long now with Failing Up? Uh, since probably like 2016. I, 
I believe. Yeah, almost three years. Almost three yeah. years. So you guys, uh, how quick was it till you put out the first uh, EP, which is, uh, is that technically the Parasite EP or is that is that self-titled? It is. Well, we started jamming from that, like, from when we linked up, they also had their drummer, initial drummer from the Newports, Alex Ojeda, and he was, uh, we were jamming with him for a few months before we, uh, like, went on with Mike and actually started failing up. So that whole process leading up to it was, I don't know, probably, like, Shit, like a few months? Yeah, like five, like, six months. Yeah, probably like six months to eight months, I would say, or something like that. And then we met Mike, and within like four months, we had that parasite out. <coughs> um, yeah, the EP. Yeah, and then we just uh, were pushing that and playing shows and stuff. That came out like, uh, I think, April in 2016. Maybe. I think so. Yeah, because we got Mike in like February, and we went to the studio like pretty quickly after that. Now, Tony, you actually have some vocal training as well you used to sing uh jazz if i'm not mistaken now were you trained with specifically jazz or was it jazz and blues like jazz and blues i did that at santa monica college and also at pasadena city college it was fun until my teacher retired god bless her soul oh no (laughs) So did you, uh, I've always heard that people want to go to like multiple teachers. Did you just, did you just end after that? You're like, you know what? I think I've been trained as much as that I can be trained. So I'm just going to go ahead and continue down this route on my own. Or did you try to search for other teachers as well? I didn't. Um, eventually it would be cool to like go back and get an associates with like vocal training so I can do that instead of whatever, you know, but, um, it would be cool if I can just finish that and start teaching people a little bit. Please, because Eddie from Hillview needs some teaching. <laughs> I mean, Eddie from Hillview does Bazang. not want to teach. <laughs> he, he actually hit me up. He was like, I think I'm going to get a vocal coach. I was like, nah, if you just do warm-ups, you might be okay. There's just certain things where it's like it's really hard to Dude, train. Do you guys crush it way too hard if he got any more like, <laughs> proficient? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you, thank you. Yeah. So, uh, but you you actually suggested something that we still use in our band to this day. The greatest advice we've ever had for vocals is take a cough drop, probably about an hour before you sing. Make sure you do your warm ups, and then actually, I took a little uh, a little tip from uh, Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl takes uh, ibuprofen beforehand, so you know how sometimes you're just holding your breath too long and you get that headache. You're you're just you're not singing the proper way. You're not releasing air from the diaphragm, all that good shindig. So if you're not doing that, just take a little ibuprofen and then you won't get that headache. It's gonna suck. You still might get it mildly, but not nearly as intense as it would be. I don't think I've otherwise. ever gotten a headache from singing. But that's have, because I, I do. I don't know how. Yeah, that's exactly. because I do. <laughs> Sing properly. You sing properly. For like Twenty minutes. Do you sing from your diaphragm? Yes, I can do throat, uh, face, and diaphragm. So, like so. Chester Bennington would be considered throat, correct? But but he also sing from his. But yeah, from his diaphragm. But like maybe someone like uh, like Amy Winehouse, that's definitely all diaphragm. Oh yeah, for sure. Adele, all diaphragm. Yeah. Most most of like the pop culture. Can singers. you sing from your? Can you sing Adele? Could we get you to do Fire in the Rain? Absolutely not. Would you, Is it because you don't like the song or because you don't feel you could sing like Adele or a little bit of both? I mean, my range is definitely lower than hers. Um, okay. And I think it would be horrible for me to try to... <laughs> <laughs> to no, no just Adele. do what we did in Screwed. We'll, we'll tune you in D. 
<laughs> we'll tune you in D, and you'll be able to hit that key with no issues. We'll tune you in C, man. How low do you want to go? How, what's the next? What's after C? I don't know. A tuning after C. What's after C? I want to go this level. <laughs> you want this? Baby love. You want to get some lights down low. That low. <laughs> so it's funny because uh, Tanya and I were actually talking about, about blues, and I suggested a specific song. I was like, hey, have you heard of this artist? And she's like, no, I haven't heard of him. And I ha- I'm hoping that Adam actually knows this art because Adam knows everything <laughs> when it comes to guitar. I don't know about that. And do you know who this is by chance? No. So this is John Lee Hooker. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. And it's the song One Bourbon, One Scotch, One Beer. Those 12-bar blues, man, like... See, and I knew she'd enjoy it. <laughs> one bourbon, one scotch, and one bill. Now, Adam, are you into blues at all? Yeah, man, I like all guitar-based music. Including bluegrass? So yeah, that that's John Lee Hooker, and he gets into some awesome bluesy solos later on. But it, that's definitely uh, when I started to venture out outside of punk. That was actually the first person I was I was leaning on. My dad just had the CD sitting around, never fucking listened to it. And I was like, "Who's John Lee Hooker?" And I just started listening to that, and that kind of took me into the blues route. And then I finally got my head out of my ass and started listening to other things other than punk. So with that being said. What was the first band that really took you guys away from punk where where you weren't maybe as headstrong as me or were you always eclectic and always Ooh. listening to anything and everything? I was pro I mean I started out listening to anything and everything and then like you know when you first like get into punk and it's all like elitist and you're just like a little little asshole. Yes. You know. Which literally we had that conversation. Remember I was like, "Man, like I'd call us like posers <laughs> like yeah, and you're sure. like, "Yeah, like I guess we would all say that when we were younger, wouldn't we? I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you are right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there was that phase. But, I mean, like, the first, like, musical memory I think I have is, like, my parents listening to Steely Dan and me being in a car seat and, like, saying, Steely Dan. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah. So you actually, you actually knew the artist. Yeah. I was really into music since I was, like, a baby. See, I couldn't do that. Well, I mean, other than, like, yeah. Michael Jackson, I tried to hold, like, I tried to hold stuff. I remember my dad one time we were shopping in a, in a shoe store and Under the Bridge just came out. And I just kept I kept asking him, like, what is this song called? And I didn't want it to be called Under the Bridge because it's not till the very end you hear this, you know, choir vocals come yeah. in. Then they say Under the Bridge, but I'm like, it's not called Under the Bridge. The chorus is I don't ever want to feel like yeah. I did that day. Yeah. And I kept asking him and he's like, it's called under the bridge. And he got like fucking annoyed with me. So I didn't want to ask after that. But I remember, <laughs> I remember that memory just cause he got mad at me. And I was just like, uh, that was the first time I was like, Oh, like there's other things other than Michael Jackson and the Jackson five. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause that's, that was my bread and butter. I might add, there's a new documentary out. I don't know if I could watch it. Did watch you hear it. about it? Yeah, dude. The I, HBO documentary? I heard about it, but I mean, I, I didn't see it and I don't know. How, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I just don't know. Like, it's, I haven't seen anything about it. Like, I, I don't even. Is it about him? It is. It's. It's two victims. Two victims so that, it's that about come out. His like, it's about his sexual assault or whatever. Yes, yeah, it's okay. about his sexual assault yeah. and kind of how he went about things. I don't want to watch that shit. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah it, <laughs> it's that's rough. 
Let, let's just say, okay, it happened. Let's say that. Let's continue. On. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, it like happened. I don't want your juicy details of this traumatic experience that happened to you. Like, it, like we yeah. understand. We're sorry. Yeah, it, exactly. it, it's happened in, in in several people's lives. Like, no, nobody wants that buddy when you're sitting down drinking and they're like, so this time I got raped, and you're just like. We can't come back from this, dude. Like, there's, 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 there's no conversation after this. This is, um, yeah. fuck. Yeah. I understand it's traumatic. It's a, yeah, and dude, it's sucks, a bummer dude. for sure yeah. that they had to deal with any of that for sure. It was, I, don't, I, I don't want to watch a documentary. I will say this. It, the most like, interesting yeah. thing about it is, is actually, like, the process of going about it, which is disgusting. But at the same time, like I said, it's interesting because... He did a Pepsi commercial with a kid from Australia and he started focusing on that kid. Then he started having meet and greets with the kids and he'd kind of from the meet and greet like pick and choose and he'd end up being like, oh, I think your kid is special. Start showering the families with gifts, start gaining their trust. And then from there, I don't know. I don't know if he raped or anything because I didn't watch that far into it. I'm sure he's not the only one who was like had devious behavior like that. So I think it's good that it's brought to To light. light. Yeah. 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 I mean, aren't you like a little scared though? Like once again, it's negative, but like if it happens to like Jim Carrey, you're just like, Oh fuck. Really dude? You too? Like, it's like, yeah, dude, fuck. it's a bummer. Cause I mean, you like the, you like the art that is uh, presented by the artist or whatever. And then like the person creating the arts, a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fred Durst, yeah. your dick. <laughs> I mean, everything happens for a reason, you know, yeah. and everything comes to life for a reason. And it's weird because there's so many people that we idolize that are so fucked up in their way and you don't fucking know about that shit until it like... Until it happens. Until it happens and you're like, whoa. Now, with that being said, obviously, you're reflecting moments of your life to put into music. I've even written some stuff where my friend overdosed on heroin and I wrote something about that. Tanya, you really are honing in on... on all your emotions that you that you have it seems like with the earlier years or the or the first ep was very punk rock but uh, like very almost straightforward even parasites like fuck you you're a parasite but then we get into the next ep which is uh, i forgot decane what uh what was the second ep voices in my Vo- head voices in my head that has uh that has demons on it and yeah and a few other songs now with that it felt like you you're really honing in on on your emotions at that moment how was it, is it, do you feel really vulnerable when you write lyrics like that? Or is it just second nature to be like, this is the way I'm feeling, so I'm going to write it? I mean, it's a little bit of both. Um, I do have a lot of like stories, a lot of experiences that I like to transcribe into my lyrics. Just because music is such a big outlet for, you know, certain, like, just like individuals in general. And there's a lot of things that are taboo that we don't like to talk about. And um, with music, you can always, you know, show something different, a different aspect of things. Like, for an example, Mask is about, you know, trying to deal with the new changes in your life and how so often you have to be someone different to, you know, get liked by the norms of society it's really fucked up but it happens and then decaying is about existentialism however way you want to think about it and then demons was like a pretty personal one it's um uh, it's about some people in my family who have battled schizophrenia so that one's more like you know the voices in my head and the different things that affect these people that you know have 
schizophrenia yeah. or anything or any like mental you know health issue and it's uh i've really after after voice in my head i've really been trying to concentrate a lot on writing things that mean stuff that no one really likes to talk about um like one of the songs that we're actually playing today is about sexual assault um it's called not today we'll play a little bit later but that one was um from a family member's standpoint of view that actually happened and the things that they had to do to cope, you know, with all that stuff. But all the new stuff that we're writing, it's going to be really like heavy in terms of like lyrics. And on top of it, heavy musically, because I even mentioned it to to Adam when I saw you guys in Ventura. I was like, yo, dude, you guys are going like more of the hardcore route. And you're like, well, not really hardcore, but we're definitely like things are getting a little heavy. Because like we're trying to like keep a, a broad palette of like, of the sounds we're doing, I guess. So, like, yeah, there'll be some more hardcore songs, some more, like, uh, poppy, melodic kind of songs, some just straight ahead. And that's the great thing about Adam, too, as as not only a guitar writer, but as a person, you could almost throw out any song from the 90s and somehow, some way, you at least know a part of the song, if not the entire fucking song. Oh, yeah, dude, a fucking... 90s, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, did we tell did we tell you to play Oasis and you're like you're able yeah, to do it? <laughs> That's how you do it. And that but, no, I can't leave Ben out of it, dude, because he's like a huge uh, songwriter for the band too. Like he like all the original material was all him. I didn't start like really. I didn't start putting uh, in my two cents on the writing until uh, like uh, a little bit later. Yeah, like uh, none of the first EPs that are recorded. I didn't write any of those really like i mean he had like bass formats and i wrote all the guitar parts over him and shit but um but it wasn't like a here i have this product that i'm gonna present to the table now it was really interesting with with writing with with adam because like you like he basically said he'd be like well what do you guys have and we'd present something and out of nowhere he just like it's like a little voice in his head was like this belongs here and he would just start just adding it there as if it was supposed to be there to begin with and that's the great thing like you are amazing and very talented guitarist to be able to do that because i would fucking i still struggle to this day doing shit like that he's our guitarist (laughs) (laughs) so (laughs) so with that being said did you guys have you guys ever thought about maybe getting a second guitarist for the band or is it just such good chemistry and you kind of like the way that everything is i think it's both like i mean we always i mean in the studio we always track two yeah, not necessarily in the sense of like, one's a lead, one's a rhythm. Yeah, kind of like that. But like so behind the solos, cool. there's always yeah. you know a rhythm guitar going. You got to fill it out and uh, the full stereo like kind of thing, like the big guitars. But um, yeah, I feel like we haven't entertained the idea because like the chemistry is so good between uh between us. Yeah. That it's like I don't like like we're cool. So, but like I mean, it's definitely like something that we. I write shit all the time where I'm like, I th- I think that would sound way cooler if there was another guitar doing this or whatever. And other projects I've worked on or working on whatever have other guitars and it's fun and shit. But I, I also enjoy the limitations of just being a one guitar band and having to cover more sonic space like myself. Did you ever think about maybe doing it? Of course, one of my favorite bands, AFI. Did you ever think about doing it that way, where it's like kind of make the bass more of like like a lead guitar and then you could kind of back up a little bit on, sure, on the guitar. Sure, there's definitely some stuff we've been working on, um, maybe not for the upcoming EP, but stuff that we're working on for the full length to follow that uh, that definitely, I think, takes that mentality 
So you guys are doing an EP and then following it up with the full length. Oh, yeah. yeah, we have a... We're a, writing like crazy. Yeah. Yeah, we have like, I want to say like more than half of a full length working on right now. Yeah, we have six songs for an EP that's going to be released sometime in April. The EP is called The Sword in the Wall. and uh, Interesting. Why Why that particular name? Um, So in Latino culture, we always say that... It's kind of like saying sword in the stone, but in the Latino culture, or, ro- or between it, yeah. a rock and a hard yeah. place. Yeah, so it's to speak. it's like between a rock and a hard place. These songs are like um, a little bit heavier than what we've done before, um, but they're also inclusive on like different subjects, like um, how religion affects a lot of like the way that we see things and we uh, perceive things, and how we can't. Um, you know, separate that from one thing and how just just a lot of shit in general. Like, we have another song about gambling, which is, you know, it's a lot of things that put you between a really sticky situation. So uh, in the Spanish culture, we say entre la espada y la pared. Um, so that means between the sword and the wall. Yeah. So I didn't want to use, like, the American phrase. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, so we... <laughs> We uh, did six songs for that that we tracked at uh, Spot eight eight one six with Raúl Cuella, and uh, you know. Is Raul. that the way you pronounce it? Yeah. I always say eighty eight sixteen. Oh whatever, dude. I was just wondering because I, I I've heard like several different iterations. I've heard like oh it's eight thousand eight hundred sixteen. I'm like oh that that's new. I that's heard interesting, that. but I guess it's just numbers. <laughs> that's, that's too long. Eight eight one six baby. <laughs> I'm like eighty eight sixteen. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Raul was super uh, helpful in the whole process. He did like the engineering, uh, the mixing, the mastering, the uh, like helped produce it. Like he, yeah, he was killer on the whole process. I uh, love working with him. The cover art was done by our friend Amy Pate, who's a tattoo artist out of Rhode Island. So, and I know her from like growing up together in Vegas. And stuff. We'll get we'll give Raul a little Raul a little uh, shout out right now. My this, boy, this is riff. Uh, this is riff. Confusion from uh, from why is it not corrupted there? youth? Corrupted youth, yeah, he yeah. Shout out, he drowned for corrupted youth. Fucking yeah, kills it. He fucking killer, killer shit. They're coming out with a new EP soon. Yeah, they are, and it's fucking yeah. ripping. You were able to, guitars. you were able to hear it. Yeah, I worked on all their guitars when they were tracking. Really? Yeah. There we go. So this is confusion by uh, corrupted youth. If you haven't heard corrupted youth, they are what the. Probably the biggest Los Angeles punk band like today right now. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Here for yourself. That's a little bit of a corrupted youth. Fucking ripping. I really don't listen to street punk anymore that much. Oh, man, I actually energy, don't dude. at all. The energy, dude. It's I mean, it's good to venture out different. Dude, and these guys are like, uh, it's the, the, they're so fucking ripping, dude. Like, no, they, I was so, they really like, I was are. so impressed when, with those riffs when I was uh, working on their stuff when they were tracking. I mean, even this. It's a little older, but that shit was killer. Now, uh, just for the sake uh, uh, of doing it, uh, since we did mention uh, Raw, uh, did you guys see what he was working on with the Briggs? 
Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, I haven't gotten to hear it yet, but I know they just released it, actually. The uh, Cox Bar cover. Yeah, so yeah. I was, I actually, I was there in the studio when it was happening. Really? Yes, and it That's was, uh, it, it was very interesting, because it, it just, like, I was like, wait a minute, I, I, I kept mistaking the, yeah. Very cool. I, I was mistaking the briefs for the Briggs, so I was like, why do they sound like this? Like, I thought they were 77 punk, and like... Bro, I was like, no, you're mistaking it. I was like, who the fuck am I? I'm like, I'm thinking you of the briefs. Trip, yeah. The briefs. But yeah, this is very, this is our buddy Raw uh, so recording them. So. You're always sure. You're always right. You see it all in black and white. You never listen to Yes. Yes. It's very like. I think he's been doing very bluesy. I love their yeah. uh, rendition, dude. I'm a big Cox Bar fan. Are you? Yeah, for sure. I think he's been singing a couple of acoustic shows with the dad from Divided Heaven. They did a few, um, a few shows together. Yeah, Joey. Yeah, and I feel bad because, like, Tony, you know, Raw's very judgy on, like, singers, so you have to do, like, 50 fucking takes. Uh, this poor guy. He was going through hell with him, but he got it done. So with that being said, do, does so Failing Up have any covers? Uh, we we play, haven't recorded any, but I mean we uh, we've covered like a Modern Man by Bad Religion. We did a Hybrid Mall. Really? Wait, which one's Modern? Which one's Modern Man by Bad Religion? There you go. Oh my God! Why haven't you guys played that anytime soon? I just want to bring that up publicly, so I just want to say it's Andy. Oh. Well, well, we, Andy doesn't want to in play. Screwed, we had issues with, with, with doing covers. Actually, yeah. Andy, uh, the only he was like, "I'll do Total Immortal." We're like, "All right, fuck hey, that it." That was fun. Andy know. only but, likes to do covers of Asking Alexandria. So. <laughs> no, we've done a few, and it was a. Uh, uh, it's, so it's so, it, it, so uh, was was Modern Man prior to Andy with that? No, we did no. all these with yeah. Andy. Yeah, really? We did the Misfits one with Andy. Oh my God, you did! Uh, but I, I'm more crowd, excited for for Modern Man. Operation Ivy. Yeah, me too. What song? Whoa, you did the crowd, really? Yeah, we used to do that with Mike also before Andy. Uh, that was probably I think we played that at our first show as Failing Up ever. The crowd by Operation um, Ivy. Don't you forget about me? That's also yeah, uh, pretty minds. cool. Yeah. Wait, what that? You, uh, what Misfit songs did you guys do? Hybrid moment. Oh God, thank God. Breakfast I was just moments. gonna be mad if you guys did Skulls. Because no, no, I'm really, fucking yeah. tired I of hearing it. Skulls. Yeah. I want your skin. So when I is that how you try to sing it too? Yeah. Oh, that'd be so. If you're gonna scream, scream with me. I'm so. Ooh, ooh, 
baby, baby, when you cry. So, so do do you just do you do it with the do you do it with the the, the the like the raspy or gravelly voice that you have? Is that is that the way that you sing that particular song? Do you try to make them yours or do you try to stick to? No, I always try to make them mine. Okay, that's that's the whole thing about covers. You're supposed to make them yours. You're supposed to put your little band spin <laughs> your little pizzazz on it your little pizzazz, you know like the salt dude that was famous for like a few months. didn't we try to do generator at some point adam and like like you were like generator all right i'll do generator and yeah. like adam was like what the fuck is going on here Andy, yeah. oh no no yeah i said adam Andy. yeah, yeah uh no you, no 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 it, was it that one or was it or was it atomic garden i don't know but do uh, you know atomic garden yeah I, I mean i'm pretty familiar with the whole bad religion catalog Bullshit. Uh, up until generator. Let me say. Let me rephrase that. Suffer through generator. Can you do? Wait, that's not modern man. What's the What's the one with the whales? I'll do oh, with evolution. Yeah, world. can you yeah, do conquer sure. the world? Yeah. Get the fuck yeah. out of here. Yeah. That is an amazing. You guys should do that song. Just saying. Just I throwing that out there. The whales? If you guys, if you guys have suggestions for failing up to cover, <laughs> email yeah. me at contact at rathouse.net and I'll make sure they get the message. <laughs> all right. Speaking of that, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. That's life underscore pod. I actually just found out that on Facebook it's like podcast. That's life, or uh, that's the way to tag us. So. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, let's go ahead. Uh, we're, so we have a special treat for you guys. I don't think you guys you guys have never done this particular act that we're about to do right now, correct? Uh, what are you referencing? Like an acoustic performance? Yes. We've done uh, acoustic stuff for Punks in Vegas, their stripped down session. Okay. That they do. Um, How long that ago was, was that? Oh, what? It was about a year what? ago, probably. Like a year or a little ago? over a year ago. We played a couple songs uh, for them. <laughs> And uh, yeah, we'll play one for you right now. But we are, are we are missing Ben at the moment. He is on a snowboarding trip. Oh, awesome! And uh, yeah, where's he at, Big Bear? Uh, Colorado. Actually, yeah. get the fuck out of here! Yeah. Oh, he goes hard, dude. <sighs> I went to Utah once for for snowboarding. Did you fall? Uh, I mean, you're still alive. But... Y- yeah. So, uh, not to take away from you guys, but but basically, I decided to go down like. I gotta there, fart. There. Should I fart right here? Go ahead, dude. Hold on. Let me turn up the mic louder so you can. <laughs> Luckily, I turned it down. So whatever it picked up, holy shit. Uh, whatever he did, I have to smell it. Blow your strawberry vape cloud. <laughs> you know he had to balance <laughs> out there. <laughs> so uh, you know those... Uh, yeah, there are paths, you know, in the resorts where it's just steps, so they 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 could climb up the mountain when it's the off season. Yeah. So I was going down that, and I actually launched off the side, and I hit a tree, and there was so much snow that like, if and you're not supposed to take that path either. <laughs> so if my cousin wouldn't have been following me, I probably would have been trapped up there because I had no cell phone, my shit was dead, no reception, and on top of it. Um, there was a branch that was like protruding out. So if I would have fell like a foot higher, I would have been impaled and I probably would have died. So that happened. And on top of it, I, um, I ran into, uh, I tried to bust a SpongeBob and I <laughs> ran into like a snowman thinking like, it's going to be funny. I'm going to, it's going to go poof, and like go into the air, but it's, it's ice. It's hard. So it was like running into a wall at like 25 miles per hour and it fucking hurt 
So we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna we're gonna get set up right now. What song are we? Uh, what song are we playing today acoustically? We're doing not today. It's uh it's gonna be off of our LP. Yeah, the full length. Full length. Awesome. So we're gonna we're gonna get te- we're gonna get all our all our uh volumes dialed in, and we'll be back with you guys. And literally, it'll be no seconds for you, but it might be a few minutes for us. Just saying. All right, you guys. Well, here is the world premiere of. Uh, is the song acoustic originally or no? No. Nah. No. Nah. So this is the song Not Today by Failing Up. Go ahead and take it away, you guys. That was fucking awesome, you guys. I usually have a crowd clap, but I don't have it set up for the phone yet. But thank you guys so much. That's fucking awesome. Wow, what a fucking emotional song, man. What what made you want to 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 put this out there in a song, Tanya? Well, um, you know, a lot of people go through this, um, you know this issue and nobody really wants to talk about it until like they just feel like they're blowing up so you know we have an outlet that's really important which is music and music is always good to 
make sure that you are trying to get a message across. There's not only women getting sexually molested or sexually assaulted. There's also men. There's also children. It's it's just like a, a vicious cycle that never ends. So I wanted to write something for these people that, you know, go through that shit every day and have nothing to cope with. Um, so this song was like, you know, something that happened to one of my family members. And I uh, I wanted to make sure that they knew that someone was out there, you know, trying to stand up for them. And uh, I honestly appreciate it because I, I, unfortunately, I, that happened to me when I was younger. I was, I was raped when I was younger. That's Very young. terrible, man. I'm sorry yeah. to hear that. But the thing is, is that it, it's hard to kind of turn to people, but at the same time, it depends on how you cope with it. Personally, with me, the way that I coped with it is if that didn't happen to me, maybe I wouldn't be the person I am now. Maybe I'd be a fucking self-righteous piece of shit. Maybe I'd be the next Hitler. Wow. But it happened in your <laughs> yeah. life. So, like, sometimes you just have to fucking own that shit. Yeah. Because yeah. if you don't, it ends up consuming you. And it just, and it did for a very long time in my life. Yeah. But it wasn't until I started talking about it more. It ends up being, you know what it is? Like, at least for me, once again, it may not be for other people. It's like a breakup. The more you talk about it and finally get that word vomit yeah, out, for sure. It's just like, you're like, oh, yeah, that was a terrible thing person or thing or event that happened to me yeah but, but i'm here it. now unfortunately yeah, there's still like thousands and thousands of people that this happens to on the daily basis and they don't have very much help or they don't really want to talk about it because unfortunately you know they're too embarrassed to talk about and they don't want to relive that and it's there's hard. always someone out there that's going to be listening to you and it's always going to be able to help you get through this even if they physically can't help you they'll be there to listen and sometimes you know that's really all you need is for someone to fucking listen to you and say like hey everything is gonna be okay no doubt like i've actually called suicide like i called the suicide hotline at some point and man like if there's one backbone if you ever feel like that's happening to you like do it i called and no shit Three days later, they called me back and they were like, hey, like, we're just checking in on you. How are you doing? And at that very moment, I was on a roof with my friends and we're all just hanging out, just just hanging out, not doing anything in particular, just on the roof, talking, chilling. And I was like, holy shit, I fucking forgot that I even called you. Like, it was just sometimes it's so relieving to just get everything off your chest. And like Tanya said, like, if you're bottling it up, it just... You're going to end up exploding and it's not going to be in the best way. But thank you so much for writing a song that that just hits the right spots, especially for specific people that may not have may not have a voice or want to voice it out. Yeah, I I wanted to make sure that, you know, that whoever is out there is is listening and that you guys know that everything is going to be okay and use whatever outlets you have available to you whether it's going to therapy, whether it's talking to your family members, your friends, anything, just talk about it and get it off your chest because the more you bottle things, the worse it's going to get at the end of the day. I'll describe it the best way that my my buddy uh, that was on the podcast for, you know, every day you wake up and every day you go to bed, that was a win. You have to understand life is hard. It sucks. It struggles. We all have bills, everything. But every day that you wake up and you're breathing air, like that's a fucking win. 
you got to think about it that way. You still got your 10 fingers, 10 toes, you know, this the same shit. Our parents told us when we were kids, you got ears, eyes, everything's working. Be fucking grateful because there's so many other things that are that are happening. So with this EP, uh, we said we're uh, you guys are releasing it in April, correct? Yeah, no set date yet. Uh, we're working out the final details, but it's definitely going down in uh, in April. It's going down. It's going down. And, uh, yeah, we're gonna release it uh, <laughs> beep, beep, beep. On, in CD <laughs> format and digitally. So um, you are gonna have CDs of it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, for uh, sure. Did you guys snatch your hot copies while they're available? <laughs> <laughs> did you go? Uh, did you go shopping around this time around to see if? We're still waiting uh, on on like details, I guess, as far as like that goes to. So do you, are you in talks with anybody yeah, right now? Yeah, but we're just waiting uh, to like finalize. Interesting. So sometime soon, Failing Up might be signed on a record label. Yeah, maybe. You know? Perhaps. Okay, awesome. <laughs> are we are we leaning more towards indie or are we trying to lead towards yeah, the bigger sure. indie? No, like uh, we're... Uh, more indie. <coughs> yeah, indie label. Try and keep it in don't, like, the I was going to say, don't, don't, don't say who yet. No, because there's <laughs> nothing to say at the moment, you know, but uh, definitely. We're going to sell out to Capitol Records. Yeah, Do for it. sure. It's definitely Do Universal it. Music Group. <laughs> <laughs> dude, just sell the EMI. You'll be fine. You'll be nah, fine. dude, we're keeping it, we're keeping it like friendly with like people we like and trust and whatever and uh hopefully everything works out so you're signing to evacuate records that's it <laughs> I, I tried to tell raw i was like come on man put me on your record label. he was like no just straight up yeah. no it's like yeah. come on we got no. a very not dissimilar response <laughs> <laughs> did you try to did you try to lean in on it too you're like come on i love that dude i he love it so much out, so. so why six songs and then to go into a full length uh, LP. Why not just put out the LP? Um, that's been asked several times. I guess the reasoning behind that is because the six songs um, in question on this EP uh, is sort of or- older material. We've been playing it for a while. It was stuff that was already kind of formed be- be- before Andy was in the band even, you know, like um, everything was kind of done. So we just kind of wanted to document that and get like a cohesive project like from start to finish with this lineup. Lice. Okay, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. So while, like, basically it's putting the nail in the coffin that this chapter was done, we've had it for a while, now with the LP, it's it's this is failing up. This is the breath of fresh air. This is all four of us writing together, making music. This is the form that failing up is. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Final form, so to speak, right now. I don't know, man. I don't (laughs) know, man. If you're like Frieza, I was gonna say, if you're like Frieza, dude, you know, there's, there's, you might go gold. (laughs) You know, you don't know. There are different forms of Frieza right now, but I just feel like uh, we we have like a. Uh, other things going on like musically like between the four of us that um wasn't like fully captured in the ep kind of stuff maybe you know yeah and uh yeah i think the the full length is gonna be ripping so what what the EP is fucking ripping too, what is what are some of the so actually now with that since we're not going to be hearing it for a while what are some of the influences that are more leaning on when it comes to the lp shit that's all adam right there I guess I'm like, no, yeah. I mean, I don't know, dude. I'm a huge fan of like, um, um, as I already said, like Bad Religion, Suffer Through Generator is like my favorite uh, era of Bad Religion. Love all Bad Religion. That's cool. Um, Just I, listen to all ages and you'll yeah, be dude, fine. Yeah, I grew up like my 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 favorite kind of punk rock would be like that uh, Southern California '80s hardcore kind of stuff, like the Circle Jerks and Black Flag and even the Germs. You know, like on the early front of that. 
or whatever but like that <clears throat> that kind of shit but uh also you know like that that scape yeah there you go that skate punk like uh 90s fat record like no use for a name and good riddance and um yeah. stuff a, like that. A, a variety of bands that have influenced the uh failing up sound but we yeah, dude, to, I don't know. Yeah. Must be, I'm, that's all That's all me, dude. Everyone has their own influences. Andy listens to a whole different batch of stuff. Ben listens to a whole different batch of stuff. He's super into metal. Super uh, into metal. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. So, I mean, like, it, it varies, you know? Like, there's, like, a lot of elements of, like, uh, heavier hardcore stuff that would lean more on that. And, uh, you know, cool uh, stuff, like, that I like about Bad Religion is, like, their cool, like, uh, chord phrasings that they'll and stuff like that um oh and i noticed at the most recent show you're, you're using effects pedals now you had a wall yeah you yeah a little baby cry uh begrudgingly incorporated a uh, pedal board into begrudgingly huh yeah <laughs> he's Why? really just a sound nerd he's trying to blame it on someone else he's yeah, a tone no, chaser it's, man it's he's a tone me, chaser sure. like i mean i like there's there are things i want but i mean at the end of the day guitar amp cable it's uh the recipe and like use your volume knob use your hands <laughs> did did you end up going wireless no yeah you didn't buy it i did not oh why did you I see did his not. baby walk? it had mixed reviews man and i didn't want to and i didn't want to i thought it was the only review you needed <laughs> so uh, the, the, we're talking about uh uh basically the there's a wireless system that i bought uh to play guitar and stuff so I, I'm trying to convince Adam to buy it, but uh, he, I like the idea, the dude, of like not Why having that extra c- cable. Wireless. You barely move. Hey, fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like unless you're going out the door playing your guitar, then yeah, good. Well, maybe I will. I don't know. Same that thing often. with you, yeah. Matt. He will, he, douchebag. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, you didn't see? Oh, uh, I don't. Uh, oh, you left. Plane. You left. Yeah, I don't. You like left. Uh, you left. <laughs> I don't like watching you guys set. Every time you play, I'm like, ugh, okay, bye. You're like, I'm leaving later. <laughs> but uh, at the end of the set, uh, Adam, did you, yeah, you said, I used your amp. Uh, Adam saw me jump off the stage and I ran to the back uh, where the pool table was and I started just sliding the fucking cue stick all up and down the, the fretboard <laughs> and shit. And believe it or not, like, that shit I normally do playing guitar. Like, when way back in the day when I played with the regrets, uh, there was a part where it was just, you know, a buildup, just down, you know, everybody's doing their thing. I would grab somebody's 40 because we were in the backyard and I just slide it up and down the fucking guitar and just make like obnoxious noises. And <laughs> it was funny because at that time, Bianca, who was in Apostasis, there she was their drummer. It was her guitar I was using, so she just gave me a dirty look every fucking night. It didn't do anything to the pickups or anything, you know. But uh, every time I would do that, I'd give the forty back to the person, they'd let me like take a fat chug of it. So. He, he would As know. a guitar tech, I fucking hate you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But as a performer. Yeah, no, I get it, dude. Like, I remember <laughs> seeing uh, The Living End when I was a kid, and he used to use his beer bottle as a slide. And, uh, yeah, that was super fucking cool, man. You're like, like no. Yeah, that was really cool. No, I mean, like, as a kid, seeing that, that was, like, uh, it was awesome, dude. It, oh, it's, for sure. And I it's want memorable. a wireless mic, but they won't let me have it. Memorable. That's not true. I'm kidding. But I, guess I was like, is. get it. I guess get it, it is kind of true. No, I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> it is. You know, at this point, everything's, it, it's so weird where we're going with technology because that, that, that was the funny thing when I told Adam was like, hey man, like, you should try it out. It's like, it's like Bluetooth. And he's like, I don't really trust that. And that's the thing is that that's where 
That's I where like we're all going now. Aspect like that, I don't have to like. There's a cable going from this pedal board. Like I didn't want the pedal board in the first place because it's more cables, it's more variables. So yeah. like, it's cool to have like one cable going from the pedal board to the amp, and then it ends there. Just wi- yeah. wireless. Like I don't have to worry about uh, crossing cables with her or Ben, whatever. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And that's the one thing that I like about. So I'm, I'm thinking have about it, but uh, yeah. I think you should. You should go wireless too. It's a lot of options. It's like a hundred bucks, dude. Plug no. in at the bottom of See, that mic. It's not, plug in. dude. Because like I'm like, there's so many. Uh, there's variables to the wireless thing. Like you were talking about with your cell phone and stuff like that. Yeah. Like so frequency. you can't get frequency I like wanna, coming in. I want uh, something that's a little more. Uh, you want- across the board durable, where I wouldn't run into any issues. Like if we ever played somewhere overseas or in another country or would- in a club that had a super shitty shielding or no shielding or no grounding or whatever. Like there's so many variables. To electricity yeah, and interference. You're overanalyzing. <laughs> yeah. Dude, but I'm like, a fucking tech. So yeah, like, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. So, like, but wouldn't you get that either way when it comes to, like, the no. big rigs that you plug into? Not necessarily, no. No? No, no because, like... Because it's, it's a like radio frequency at that point. How yours is, yeah, but there's, there's so many different ways... Um, no, the other like ones get, are like that too, aren't they? Isn't it like a walkie-talkie? There's so talkie? many different ways to make the wireless signal between like the old school like VHF and UHF receivers, and now there's like these digital formats. There's Bluetooth ones that are similar to what I you love have. it. There's so <laughs> many, uh, like, and this technology keeps happening. So there's like different shit and stuff that's uh, better than the other. There's even cool ones where you can emulate cable length if you have your high-end degre- like use like a long, twenty-foot cables into a pedal board and twenty-foot cables out, and you're losing like your high-end frequency. You can incorporate that same high-end lock with your wireless, so you can keep that. Like, anyways, um, we have a few shows in March with uh, Old Cross, formerly known as the Chris Han Band. Chris Han Band, Portland, Oregon. Shout Portland, out! Yeah. They, they, we're not playing Portland, Oregon. They're from Portland, Oregon. Yeah. Yes. Just to clarify, we're doing a little run for our birthday weekend. So happy birthday, y'all should, Tanya! Y'all should be there. Come out, buy your drinks. We'll be yeah. in, at um, the Ponderosa in Menifee, California. Oh no! Oh wait, wait. That's not like that's that's Apple Valley, right? No, nah, different one. This one's in oh, Menifee, man. California, in Riverside yeah. County. So Ponderosa. go buy Tanya drinks in Riverside County on the twenty second. I of prefer March. regular Red Bulls because I don't really drink. Also, I am uh, taking... buy Adam drinks for Tanya's buy, yeah, birthday. Yeah, buy Adam drinks for Tanya's <laughs> birthday. Um, y'all can buy me some vape juice, maybe some weed. I like smoking weed. But carrying um, on no on the twenty third of March, we will be with Old Cross in Las Vegas, Nevada, at Evil, Evil Pie. Pie on Fremont Street in Las Vegas Boulevard. Have you played Evil downtown. Pie before? I have not played Evil Pie before. The dope spot that was uh, that came about after I lived there, and uh, it looks really cool. And I'm excited to play. We're playing with our, my buddies Rainer. Which once again with the band that the Newports played with, that I met them. Oh, but also, Evil now. Pie has rattlesnake pizza. You fuck with snake, dude. It's in the desert. Rattlesnake so sausage pizza. I, I, Back in the San Fernando Valley on the twenty fourth <laughs> at Petey's no. place in Tarzana, ladies and gentlemen, with uh, locals, fair game, and uh, Old Cross again from Portland, Oregon. Bow, so bow, bow, just bow, wanted bow, to bow. document that, you know. And then we're playing with uh, the homies Hillview. On uh, the 29th and standard issue and the Tiki Bandits. Oh, yeah. It's going to be yes. a good time. I will not be Downtown there. Downtown LA. I will not be bar. there for that particular show. Matt will not be there, so it will be a better time. Oh, wow, thanks. So come through. I will be <laughs> But anybody, <laughs> go there. But uh, if anybody that already bought tickets for Gorilla Biscuits is there, I will see you there. I mean, At Gorilla Biscuits. Gorilla Biscuits just... will be a banger, and I respect your decision. Oh, I know what yeah. you're gonna say. You're gonna say go play and then go to Gorilla Biscuits. I, I can. I'm already in Anaheim as it is because I'm there for WonderCon. Who cares? 
Hiding. And then we got that Bye. 30th show. <laughs> we fucking totally playing on the 30th, too, in Glendale. For all you Glendale mofos with Enemy Proof, Casuist, and much better. Casuist. Yeah. yeah we, we played with them a long time ago. Very cool sound. I love yeah, those dudes. Th- yeah, man. very solid, too. Yeah, so good. Very solid. Yeah. And then April, we have a handful of shows. We sure do. It, April's going to be a busy month for us. We're going to... Um, We'll release all those dates later and shit, but uh, we're going to be working hard in April and releasing that EP, you know? Well, the one that, um, the Naked Aggression show has tickets for sale now. Absolutely. April sale. 13th at the Locker Room in Garden Grove. Y'all should get tickets to that. Have you played, you guys haven't played the Locker Room yet, have you? We, we have. have. Oh, you have? Yeah. Where, yeah when did you play the Locker Room? A while ago. I don't remember, but it was on some day in some month that wasn't too far in the past and we played with our buddies stay wild and they're really cool make sure you go check them out they got a new album coming out soon and uh that was a good time we're excited to play the locker room again all right and of course uh where can we find you guys on the internet we are mostly using our Bandcamp right now uh failing you can get all our music on there we're selling uh, some merch on there as well and our social media, Facebook, uh, Failing Up Band would be our tag there, and on the Instagram as well. No tweet? No, we no ain't doing no tweets. No twite machines? We also nah, have Donald a, Trump has also, that shit yeah. handled, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we also have a, a <laughs> Spotify with the old EPs, but if you give us a follow, it'll tell you when the new EPs coming out, so make sure that you follow us on Spotify, download the previous songs that we have. Or download it on a- Napster. Or whatever you want. But uh, next time you see us, let's sing together. Yes. Let's do Parasite together. Let's I do Parasite move. together. Uh, Just I- for Matt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That sounds good. Uh, go ahead. Uh, what song are we playing to take us out on? You guys have a we single. We are going listening. to play uh, one, of our, uh, one of the songs from the new EP coming out. It's called Deal With This. And it's about dealing with all the stupid bullshit life throws at us. All right, you guys, once again, I am MTR. This is That's Life Podcast. It's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. We're taking out on Failing Up. Thank you guys so much for coming on. I appreciate it. And Adam, take us away, man. (laughs) 